are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. As always, the show is brought to you by First Listen. All right. Now, the game is here. Arizona-UCLA. Arizona or UCLA came into the season ranked preseason number two in the country with good reason. They return everybody from a team that went to the Final Four. That's generally conducive to more <laughs> success. Um, Arizona's been one of the surprises of the country. Unranked in the preseason, currently ranked number seven. A lot of people are talking about Tommy Lloyd being the coach of the year. Arizona didn't play well against UCLA in that first game. Some of it was UCLA. A lot of it, I think, was Arizona pressing and just missing shots that I think that they will probably make tonight. Um, first and foremost, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, what happens with Tabellis. Uh, but there are some other things that need. Creasa can't go 0 of 13 again. And Matherin, we talked about a little bit, was pressing, but like, but it didn't look like he was... Sh- How do I put this? Well, let's let's get with let, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the uh, the two foreign entities here first with Creesa uh, and Tabellus. What do you need out of them, John Schuster? Uh, well, if Tabellus is going to play, uh, he'd better be at near full strength. And if you can get that, and he's comfortable enough getting back into the flow, then you know that gives Arizona, I think, an opportunity to take advantage uh, of some of some things that they weren't able to take advantage of in the first matchup against UCLA. Eventually, for Crease, and he's a confident kid. Eventually, for Crease, uh, think, think things are going to work themselves out again, and and it, it's good that you've got a home game to do that, a uh, couple home games here to do that to try to get back back into the flow. So if that happens, and Arizona can be a little bit just slightly effective right. from three point range, I think that gives their offense plenty of opportunities to you know work through it I don't really expect much different from Arizona's philosophy in terms of how Creesa plays mm-hmm. I I suspect this week Lloyd has said you know shots are gonna fall right just do what you do right and 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 there will be a confidence there that hopefully do what you do is good news for Arizona but I would hope that the cats if the cats aren't that, that, that they can figure out a better way to exploit what it was that UCLA did, which is something they were not able to do the first time. And right. I thought one of, the, one of the interesting things, it wasn't really even, uh, Tabellus was, it was all significant. But Arizona should have an advantage on UCLA on the inside. Uh-huh. And they didn't. Right. And that was weird. And that was really weird, too. And you made a point, too, when they were playing the first time, Cody Riley, it's like it escaped them that he was left-handed. Because Cody Riley continuously got to the left hand wherever, whenever he wanted at basically any point. And I think that's what was unique about that situation right there. And I would imagine that that's going to be dealt with in a more, uh, maybe in a, a different light than it was before. A little bit more fervor. Right. You know, uh, the, you, you can't be surprised when the guy you're defending who's left-handed goes left. Correct. And yes. then and then does it a second time and a third time and a fourth right. time effectively. And if you That's are, prominent. the joke's yeah. on you at some point. But I, I think even beyond that, Arizona just needs to do something. Physicality, there's this term, you know, is Arizona a soft basketball team? Right. But soft is not easy to define. Mm-hmm. So usually, I think the definition of soft happens from a rebounding standpoint. Right. You know, generally speaking, if you're trying, well, that's a soft team. What does that mean? Does that mean that they're getting their 
you know, ass bludgeoned on the inside right. and yeah very uncomfortable uh, it is yes. and uh, or can physicality take place in a lot of different capacities on the perimeter right. can it take place you know on the wings are there a variety on on the defensive end a, a variety of little different things that come into play but as far as connecting whether arizona is soft in general physicality the cat should be a better rebounding team than ucla Correct. And and they weren't in that first matchup, and that was an area of concern. I could I could to some degree understand that UCLA, and again, UCLA is excellent. They're if they don't make a deep tournament run, I'm going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 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 it's not a shame losing at UCLA. You just expected Arizona to be it, more competitive it was more than so, it was. It was just more so how Arizona played, being that. UCLA, and there were times when they got it to about eight points, but it just felt like UCLA kind of kept them at arm's length pretty much, I mean, that entire game. They absolutely did. Yeah, and and there were, now, there were a couple times when it felt like Arizona was about to get that, you know, go on that run, but ASU, or not ASU, UCLA would come back immediately and just basically stifle that, and this was essentially, I think the final score was about 15 points. This was about a 12 to 15 point loss. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. the, the final score, I think, was very The good the news game. for Arizona, especially in the second half, is that the Cats played good defense. Mm-hmm. The UCLA in that second half was not good on the offensive end. Right. And I think to some degree, they even hit a bit of a wall. Mm-hmm. And and but, but, but we're still able to make enough shots to, you know, do enough. Uh, to get the W and keep Arizona at arm's length. So the Cats have to be able to match that physicality, whatever that's involved. And there are two ways to do it. Be a lot more aggressive, crisp, and committed to your offense in the half court from the perimeter and be a hell of a lot better from a rebounding standpoint on the inside. Mm -hmm. Arizona can do those two things. I think it helps a lot for a team that probably has more weapons than UCLA when things are going well. And certainly I think a little bit more of a dynamic athletic perspective to it. Um, when I when I watched the game, the one thing, though, that did kind of, uh, it was easy to forget, and this was something, too, that, you know, I fell into as well, that UCLA is also really, really good. I mean, it's not like Arizona lost to Washington State here. UCLA, I mean, you could tell they're going to make a run come tournament time. They're going to be a really, really tough out, and I think a lot of people, including myself, maybe just forgot that. That being said, I think that Arizona is still a pretty good matchup for them, and I expect Arizona to play pretty well. You can't kill the cockroach. Right, right. They are, they're the most resilient, UCLA is the most resilient team in the country. Right. And and they're going to be and and they were smart and they were mature mm-hmm. and they took it to Arizona. Their game plan was better than Arizona's right. game plan. And they were I think they were probably annoyed, a little bit motivated. Mm-hmm. You've got a team coming into Poly that's an upstart. Mm-hmm. They're the Final Four team that's ranked in the top ten, and the other team, the road team's the favorite. Right. What's the road team actually proven? Right. Exactly. You know, and and, right. and and if you're UCLA and you're croning that coaching staff, mm-hmm. you can say all those things just to you know just right. to make your point a little bit more if you have to. Right. UCLA got the point. Now we'll see if Arizona gets the point in the rematch. All right. One thing though that you don't need to necessarily worry about getting the point is net sweep. All right, you might be saying to yourself, Mike Luke, NetSuite. Mike Luke, NetSuite. That's out with a question mark, not a uh, not an exclamation point. All right, here's the deal. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship's yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? 
poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle because over 28,000 people already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash locked on. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, Schuster, the time is near, the time is approached. Who are you going with in the game tonight? Who is your prediction? Who, uh, you know what, when you and the chips are down, when you're looking at your bet online sportsbook app, mm-hmm. what is John Schuster looking at and saying? Well, the last time he uh, did that, he went with Arizona, and that didn't go very well. Yeah. Uh, I would be a lot more comfortable with Arizona in this matchup if I didn't see what I saw against ASU. Right. And I that's that's the that's kind of the 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 odd X factor in this one. Mm-hmm. I I really misgaged the ASU game. Mm-hmm. I thought Arizona was going to win by forty. Right. I thought it was going to be absolute dominance at McHale. They were going to be yeah. pissed off at the UCLA performance, and they were going to take it out on a six-win basketball team. And none of, none that, of that happened. Occurred, right. And 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 so I come into the UCLA game and and am concerned whether Arizona has the ability to make the adjustments that we think they can uh, to turn this thing around and make it. It should be a raucous atmosphere, which right. is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're certainly motivated, which is great. The schedule works in their favor this time. Right. Remember, in Los Angeles, this was the third game in five days. Mm-hmm. Take that for what it's worth. Whether it mattered or not, Arizona looked, whether Arizona was taken out of its game, or they were just lethargic. Arizona looked a little bit more sluggish than right. UCLA did. You don't have that excuse this time. You've got UCLA for the first game, USC in game two, and then ASU on the back end, which is exactly how that schedule ought to be. Right. Uh, so, you know, now Arizona can't use that as an excuse if UCLA comes at them and, and, and is the dominant, more forceful team again. Mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful that there's Arizona— There's no catching you by surprise this time. There's no catching you by surprise, and there's no BS about potentially—not that— the BS may have been from the outside. I don't know that this is ever anything they, they said within the program. But if there were concerns about fatigue, about being lethargic, about the third game in five days, on the road, all that other stuff, right. you know, uh, maybe those were issues. They can't be issues this time. Yes. You know, so, so you know what UCLA is going to do. Mm-hmm. It's up to you now to figure out how to counter that. And I think Arizona has the ability to do that. We'll just find out. You know, whether that happens or not, or whether a resilient UCLA team comes in here and uh, it illustrates that they're the better team in this conference. This is a significant game. Mm-hmm. It's probably the biggest regular season game of the year for Arizona because they're already down one to UCLA. Correct, yes. Oh, uh, they got to win this game. So, so not, so if they, as far as, you know, conference, Arizona's in good shape in terms of you know, how they're still viewed. But this could have ramifications for their seating in the NCAA tournament. Because it's hard to imagine that, you know, when you're slotting teams in this conference, right now you're slotting UCLA and then you're slotting Arizona and then you're slotting USC. And Oregon is going to be an undervalued seed, I think, once they get to the tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, So 
put the three in there that haven't lost a lot of games, and those are the three in the mix right now, and it's UCLA and Arizona at this stage. Uh, but you've got the Baylors out there and the Kentuckys out there and the Kansas out there and, you know, uh, some some teams in the big Purdue's out there. All of a sudden, you're, Gonzaga's out there, Duke's out there. You're running out of slots for number one and, and number two seeds. Right, right. So, so, if, so if you lose a second game to UCLA here, UCLA's going to be slotted in a one or a two, which is where you want to be. Correct. Uh, so Arizona's got to work its way onto that line, and this is the type of game that could get them to slip to a three. And just statistically, the matchups can get a little bit more difficult if you're off the one or the two line. All right. One thing that you don't need to worry about, though, is the Bet Online Sportsbook app. All right. Here's the deal. Whoever you like in this game, we're giving you permission. Go bet on the game at Bet Online Sportsbook app. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. With John Schuster on Mike Luke, prediction time, Shoe. What do you got? Tell me. Talk what, to me. What do you think is going to happen? I think Arizona's going to win. All right. I've gone back and forth on it. I think this is going to be a close game, but I think Arizona's going to win. I'm looking at a score of something like 86 to 81. Okay. John Schuster, your pick. And Bruno started up. Bruno, don't start barking. <laughs> What's your pick, Bruno? He just what? What's like Arizona. Wow, that's a very good. He sounds like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> yes. A lot of people don't know that there's Bruno's actually a grizzly bear. Give a hoot. Don't yes. pollute. Yes. That's not Smokey Bear. That's Woodsy Owl. Right. Woodsy Owl's prediction is that Arizona is going to win, even though there are more owls in California than there are in Arizona. Mm -hmm. That's a very good analysis, Bruno. Uh, the last time these teams played, you and I had the score very high. Mm -hmm. uh, I had it in, in the 100s for Arizona, and the Cats winning by about eight. Mm -hmm. uh, and UCLA did a really nice job of negating Arizona on the offensive end. But I'm going to, I guess I'm going to double down. Um, 97-89 Arizona. All right. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And one of the things that, you know, I think gets overlooked understandably, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, is if you looked at that game in retrospect and you were told coming in that UCLA was going to score 75 points, you loved Arizona's chances. 100%. So, I would love that. So Arizona was a team up until two games ago that was pouring right. 90 a game. Right. So which Arizona is it? Right. Is it, is it the team we saw for most of the year up to the last week? Mm -hmm. Or is it the team we're seeing in the last two games? Uh, based on track record, you would hope that Arizona can get its offense going again playing at McHale you think would help right and if they can and and if that happens then I think they may have more on that end of the floor than UCLA ultimately does and have and as a result have an opportunity to look impressive all right so what's your uh, final score? uh what did I say 97 89 Arizona 89 all right that's how we back the A